Today's episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. I work out every week, so it's important to stay hydrated. Plus, on top of working out, I've got a three-year-old whose favorite after-meal activity is to run laps, like the little psychopath that she is. Clearly, I need all the hydration I can get. That's why I like to use Liquid IV for my workouts and just for my daily drinking. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. With three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. And I mean, yeah, vitamins and electrolytes are nice and all, but what about taste? They've got white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and my favorite, lemon lime. Tastes great to me. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code R slash at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code R slash at liquidiv.com. Welcome to r slash am I the butthole where OP's wife locks their drunk child out of the house overnight. Am I the butthole for freaking out when my wife locked our son out of the house at night after he drank alcohol? I'm a 39-year-old man, and I have a 16-year-old son with my 40-year-old wife. This incident happened a few days ago, and she's still mad at me. I was on a work trip, so my wife was at home with our son. When I got back, I found out that he had been hanging out with his friends, they convinced him to drink beer, and he got a little drunk. I'm not saying what he did was right, but him and I had a talk about it, and it's fine. The problem is that when he came home and my wife found out, she was furious and kicked him out and refused to let him back in until the morning. He was begging her to let him in, but she wouldn't. When I found out, I was furious. Regardless of what he did, she made a slightly drunk teenager stay outside by himself at night. Something very bad could have happened to him. We had a huge argument over it. I asked her how the hell she thought that was okay, and she just kept saying that it's our son's fault for drinking alcohol. My wife isn't really talking to me now, and my son isn't talking to his mom. I feel like I'm in the right, but maybe I'm not. Am I the butthole? Alright, down in the comments, we have this story from Real Weird, which I was gonna mention, but someone else knows the story as well, which is fantastic. Not the butthole. Leslie Mahaffey, a victim of serial killers Paul Bernardo and Carla Homolka, was locked out of her house by her parents the night they kidnapped her. They took turns making videos of them R-wording and torturing her for days before they killed her. Have your wife research that case, and I bet she never locks him out again. So, yeah, just on the surface level, this is a super easy story to determine who's the butthole because what your wife did was super, super dangerous. Your son is a minor and he's drunk, possibly for the first time ever, and he has no experience being drunk, and she just tossed him outside and locked him out? That is unbelievably cruel and irresponsible. So, like, that's super easy, but there's another level which, as a parent, I have to point out. The fact that your wife went to this extreme level of punishment without even talking to you is incredibly toxic. That's OP's son, so when it comes to locking a child out of a house, OP has a right to have a say in that. And the fact that the wife did this without talking to you and then gets mad at you and she's not talking to you about this for days, this is actually a really bad red flag. A super bad red flag. 
I mean, I get that you have to punish him somehow. Actions have consequences, and you can't allow a 16-year-old boy to be drinking alcohol. Like, I'm with her in the sense that he has to be punished. But punishing him to this degree without getting OP's consent first is way overboard, way crossing the line. The way she should have handled it was to say, here's a glass of water, drink it, go to your room, sleep it off, and we'll deal with this when your father gets home. Yo, is this a 5 out of 5 butthole score? It might actually be. The callous disregard for her son's safety, plus the complete disrespect to her husband. I think it might actually be a 5 out of 5 here. OP, you get an easy 0 out of 5 buttholes. You have a right to be mad, and you should be mad. And now you're getting the silent treatment? I am angry on behalf of you, OP. Your wife did you dirty here. Am I the butthole for not giving my sister the wedding gift she wanted because of how she treated my girlfriend? My girlfriend Naomi and I have been together for over a decade. My younger sister, Sarah, and my girlfriend have never been super close, but they're friendly when we get together. Or, I guess they were. When Sarah was in high school, Naomi helped her out with some personal things. Sarah got married a few days ago. When Sarah announced her engagement to the family, she asked Naomi to be a bridesmaid, which surprised us a little, but Naomi was very excited because she had never gotten to do it before, and she probably wouldn't have the chance. I want to be clear, there was no suggestion from either of us that Sarah should ask her. Sarah asked Naomi about two seconds after she told us she was engaged. Sarah said that she was so grateful to Naomi for the help when she was younger, and Naomi was very touched. A few weeks later, Sarah sent out invitations for her bridesmaid's proposal lunch, but Naomi wasn't invited. Sarah never said anything to either of our faces, but clearly she had changed her mind about Naomi being a bridesmaid. Naomi was hurt, but she said that she understood because she had never expected to be asked anyways. That would have been fine, but then a few months later, Sarah asked Naomi to go to the bachelorette party and also come get ready the day of the wedding with her friends and bridesmaids. The same thing happened, Naomi said yes and even helped her with scheduling. A month and a half before the wedding, I'm talking to my mom on the phone, and she mentions that Sarah's at her bachelorette party, but there's no mention of it to Naomi. Now, at this point, I'm kind of pissed because Naomi was clearly very hurt at the two invites and then being sort of ghosted. A week before the wedding, Naomi texted Sarah and asked her about getting ready with hair and makeup. Sarah responded acting confused and basically told her nicely to just come with me. At that point, I was really pissed. Sarah wanted this really expensive baking mixer thing for a long time, and I got it for her for her wedding gift. My mom had ruined the surprise, so Sarah was expecting it. But after everything with Naomi, I felt like being petty, so I cut my sister a check instead and returned the mixer. A few days after the wedding, Sarah texted me saying, I don't know how to ask this, but what happened to the mixer? And I responded, I don't know how to ask this, but what happened to treating my girlfriend like a freaking human being? Now, my brother and my new brother-in-law and my mom are all texting me saying WTF that I ruined her happy time. Naomi, for her part, says that I probably shouldn't have done that, but she feels a little vindicated. And then OP posted an update. So I talked to Sarah and things got even more confusing. Sarah said that when she asked Naomi to be a bridesmaid, she meant an honorary bridesmaid. Sarah then said that for the bachelorette party, Naomi had told her that she works most weekends, so she didn't think that Naomi would be able to attend and she was just helping her plan. Naomi said that she asked Sarah for dates so that she could take those days off work. Naomi is a very non-confrontational person. 
And she asked me not to bring up the bridesmaid or the bachelorette things because she didn't want to feel like she was pushing in at the time, which is why I didn't. As for the makeup thing, my sister said that Naomi had told her that she would do her own hair, so she didn't see a reason for her to come to get ready with the rest of them. My sister is still pissed at me and says that I ruined her honeymoon period, along with some other really awful stuff, so I just hung up on her. She also said that not giving the mixer was rude to her and her husband, which is hilarious because my brother-in-law probably can't figure out how to turn on the oven without neon flashing signs. OP, I'm definitely giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes because you're sticking up for your girlfriend, which is admirable. However, I think I might also want to give the sister 0 out of 5 buttholes. Hear me out, hear me out, because I don't think she's malicious, I think she's just clueless. You know, all the reasons she gave, they were dumb reasons, but I don't think she was being petty or rude. I think she's just kind of clueless, like I think your sister is, I don't know, an airhead? dumb, socially awkward. So in her eyes, everything is just totally fine and normal. And then out of the blue, her brother calls her up and he's all upset at her. And so I can understand her being kind of upset about that. I don't know. Am I going too easy on her? I just, I'm not really reading malice out of her intentions. I'm just reading stupidity. Okay. How about this? The sister deserves either 1.5 out of 5 buttholes or 2.5 out of 5 morons. I will say though, my wife has pointed out to me that I am completely clueless when it comes to mean girl behavior, so it's very possible that this is classic mean girl behavior and I'm just not picking up on it because I'm naive and dumb. Maybe I deserve 2 out of 5 morons. I don't know, will you guys tell me in the comments what's going on here because I genuinely can't tell if Sarah is stupid or mean. Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You know, I read so many stories about cheating partners and unhappy marriages. Maybe people wouldn't be in such unhappy relationships if they spent more time nurturing their love life. That's why you should check out today's sponsor, Adam and Eve. They've got toys for men, toys for women, and toys for... How should I put this? Well, it's not exactly r slash am I the butthole. More like r slash I'm in the butthole. And yeah, I realize that ordering adult toys can be a little scary because you may be concerned about privacy. Don't worry, Adam and Eve offers discreet and free shipping for your package. Trust me, these people are experts in your package. You can get 50% off on just about any item, along with free shipping and rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Then enter code R slash at checkout. That's R slash R S L A S H at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code R slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code R slash. Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Life is full of compromise, but there's one thing in life that you should never compromise on, your own health. That's why I like to use ZocDoc to find the best doctors for me. That's how I found my personal doctor, as well as the pediatrician for my little girl. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more awkwardly waiting on hold with a receptionist. My favorite thing is that you can see doctor reviews. I mean, who wants to go to a doctor who makes you sit alone in a room for an hour and then rushes out after barely speaking to you? 
I love using ZocDoc because, to be honest, it's easy and I'm lazy. Go to ZocDoc.com RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot RS. ZocDoc.com RS. Am I the butthole for refusing to cook for my wife anymore after she ate three of my prepped meals? In my household, my wife doesn't cook. She sucks at it, and it's just easier on our taste buds if I cook for us. Earlier this year, we both decided that it was time for us to get back in shape. I decided to research calorie-friendly cooking recipes and got big into meal prepping. My wife stuck with it for a few weeks, but ultimately decided to quit. Luckily, this wasn't much of an issue for me. She's a nurse and frequently works much later than I do, as my typical workday is 6am to 2pm. So I would prep all my meals for the week on my day off, and then I would make dinner for both of us like normal. When I meal prep, I make six days worth of three meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. One morning before work, I go to the fridge to grab my breakfast and lunch, and they're just gone. I don't have time to ask my wife, nor do I want to wake her up early before her shift, so I just go. I end up skipping breakfast and lunch. I get off work and I'm starving! I decide when I get home that I'm just going to eat dinner early, and when I go to look for my dinner that night, it's not there. This is what set me off. When my wife got home, I asked her what was up, and she admitted to eating the meals. I told her that I had portioned out food for an entire day, and she ate all of it in a single night. She said that it was my fault that I didn't make anything for her and our kid to eat, and I just left the meal prep thing so they ate those instead. We got into a heated argument and she told me that I was being selfish. So I decided that if I'm being selfish for expecting her to feed herself for one night, then I just won't cook anymore because that's not what a selfish person would do. For the past week, I've made my meal prep meals and stored them at work and let her figure out what she wants to do for dinner by herself. Of course I still cook for our kid, but I only cook a portion small enough for him to eat by himself. I told her that I would keep this up and she could learn to cook for herself if she's not happy with it. She told me that she's too tired when she comes home from work to cook and that I'm being incredibly petty. I think that I'm justified and I'm just pushing her to learn a life skill that she should have by now. Am I the butthole? OP, your wife is being extremely selfish and toxic. You know, if she's going to eat your stuff, she could have at least sent you a text and been like, Hey, sweetie, I was really hungry. I grabbed your food, but I ordered you something to replace it. Or like... (laughs) The fact that she's getting upset at you because you're not cooking, she can eat. She can make herself cereal. It's not like the options are either you cook or she starves. The options are either you cook or she has a slightly less tasty meal because she's not a good cook. I agree with the top post from Bring Me Info who says, not the butthole. When a man does what your wife is doing, we call it weaponized incompetence. OP, I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes and I'm giving your wife 2 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for ordering a giant steak against my mother-in-law's will, actually eating it, and refusing to cover the entire bill? This is ridiculous, and I can't believe that I have to ask if I'm a butthole, but here we go. I'm a 27-year-old woman, and I've been together with my husband, Nate, for over 10 years, married for four. I don't have the best relationship with my mother-in-law, as she always seems to police what I eat. Everyone in my family has a fast metabolism. I also work with horses, so due to this, I burn a lot of calories. I'm talking like 2,500 to 3,000 calories a day. I usually have rather large meals to get the energy back, and I still remain skinny. Now to the event. 
My in-laws invited me and Nate for dinner last Friday. I was very busy that day, and I hadn't eaten since like 6 or 7 a.m., and I also didn't have a chance to have a snack before heading to the restaurant, so I was starving. I usually have something to eat before seeing my mother-in-law to avoid her comments. Due to this, I ordered a large steak at the restaurant, which was meant for two people. It also came with prawns, bacon, and two sides. Please note that this was not the most expensive item on the menu, as some of my in-laws had significantly pricier dishes, and we were all splitting the bill anyways. My mother-in-law started making comments about how I shouldn't be ordering what I can't eat, since even her husband wouldn't be able to finish that dish, let alone someone of my size. I smiled and said that I haven't eaten since early morning and I'm starving. And besides, if I don't finish the steak, I'll just take the leftovers home. I easily finished the steak and I was waiting for my dessert when my mother-in-law flipped. She said that I'm attention-seeking and I was putting on a show and also that I made my father-in-law and brother-in-law feel uneasy and that a woman shouldn't eat that much, that it's unhealthy and that something is wrong with me. She then demanded that me and Nate cover the entire bill as she wasn't planning on such a big expenditure. I said that we are absolutely not covering the entire bill since it was meant to be split equally. And I reminded her of the dishes she ordered that were significantly more expensive compared to my steak, including her starter. As a result, I was called a butthole who ruined the family dinner. Nate is on my side, but most of my in-laws are making very passive-aggressive posts on social media about it and keep sending me different articles of what might cause excessive eating. Okay, OP, I gotta take issue with this last paragraph. You said Nate is on my side, and okay, I guess after the fact he says he's on your side, but I actually don't think that he is. If my mother constantly shamed my wife every single time that she came over, then my mom would just never come over again. Simple as that. Your husband can't just go to dinner, watch as his mother dumps on you the entire time and criticizes you, and then afterwards be like, I'm on your side, sweetie. Your husband needs to stand up for you and put his mother in her place. So outside of that, obviously I'm on your side, OP. This is literally just a matter of physics. This has nothing to do with what women should eat or what they shouldn't eat. This is just, yo, if you're burning 3,000 calories a day, then you have to eat 3,000 calories a day or eventually you'll die. I remember back when Michael Phelps was winning all those gold medals, these articles came out about how he was eating like 10,000 to 12,000 calories a day because he was burning 10 to 12,000 calories a day. So he just literally had to eat that much. And yeah, a normal person isn't supposed to eat like 10 meals a day. But if you're burning that much, what other choice do you have? OP, you get zero out of five buttholes. I'm giving both your husband and your mother-in-law 1.5 out of five buttholes. That was r slash am I the butthole. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.